And the Holy Spirit doesn't want you to want, have one gift only. He wants you to have the fullness of the gifts. Let me just quickly say this to you. I think that around the world, a lot of people don't understand the gifts. And I'm going to go even into tongues. You don't want to miss tongues. I'm going to show you a hundred things that tongues does for you. A hundred. And what tongues is? Tongues is not noises. Okay, well, that's, that's for maybe next week. Let's see. But understand something. The gifts is for everybody. I said the gifts is for everybody. The one gift did not cease. People say, well, certain gifts cease. No, it did not. There's no Bible verse to prove that gift ceased. It did not cease. It's still for the body of Christ today. And if you believe that, you better shout amen. amen. Now, I want to show you something. And I want you to understand this. There's different dimensions of faith. Every single person born are born with a measure of faith. The measure of faith, we call it saving faith. This is the, the faith that you need to be born again. Without faith, you can't be born again. Who understands that? You have to believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Amen? That is called a measure of faith. A measure of faith, God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. Now, let me explain something to you. I see a lot of people say that, well, God gave him more faith than me. That's not right. God gave each one the same measure. What you do with that measure is up to you. You know, when you look at Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, when I saw him, I said, I, I wish I had, I had been born with his muscles. But when he was born, he was born with the same amount of muscles than I. He just did something different of his. Are you grabbing what I'm telling you? You have the same faith. You have been given the same faith. God is not the respecter of man. But certain people develop their faith more than other people. Come on, you better shout amen if you understand me. But the, the measure of faith is not the same as the gift of faith. Alright, so the measure of faith is what you get when you are born. Not born again, when you were born, God made you with a measure of faith so that you can come to the knowledge of salvation. That you can give your life to Jesus and believe that He's the Son of the living God. Then after you received Him into your heart, next up in line is your, your walk of faith with God. That faith grows through this. The Bible says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, it's great to have information, but real faith comes from revelation. Can I say that again? It's great to have information. A lot of places you'll get information, but real faith comes from revelation. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, who remember Jesus spoke on, on um, he said to the disciples, if you have this, the gift, or not the gift, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you'll be able to move mountains. Now what people say, you see, if I have faith like this, I can move mountains. It's not what the Bible teaches. It doesn't say faith as small as a mustard seed. He says faith as a mustard seed. In other words, your faith must produce like seed. And it must grow and grow and grow. And I'm going to hit you with some hard news, and this is a fact. Faith is built, or it grows when it goes bad. It grows when you're out on the ocean, not on the seashore. You wonder why, why is it tough? Why are you going through what you're going through? Because God is producing faith in you and through you. And the more you fight faith, the more you fight your situation, the more you fight faith. But allow your faith to grow through that situation. Come on, somebody better shout hallelujah. Are you understanding what I'm saying? I'm asking questions afterwards. All right, so, so this kind of faith is up to you. 
It's not up to God. I want you to understand something quickly. The, 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 the faith that I'm talking to you now, you can develop that faith. You can grow that faith. The gift of faith cannot be developed because it's God's faith. You can develop yourself in the gift, but you cannot develop the gift of faith. It's different kinds of faith. So first of all, a measure of faith. That means your saving faith to, to be able to give your life to Jesus Christ. Next in line is your walk of faith. It's how, to, how you live your Christian life. That faith grows the more I spend time with God's Word. The more I hear the Word of God. Something happens with the Word of God. And I wish that if, when you hear this, this must get you excited. The Word of God is living. It's living. Now you didn't hear me. It's not, it's not any other God's Bible. It's the Lord Jesus Christ's Word. It's the living Word. So the Bible says the Word of God is living, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. Something happens. You can have a bad day. Read the Bible. Faith comes automatically. Oh, it's quiet today. Maybe it's the cold. You feel bad. You open the Word of God. You read the Word of God. Faith comes automatically because the Word of God is living. People look at the Bible and think, well, this is just another book. Now, let me quickly tell you this. That's not just a book. That's the living word and the written word. Come on. And the spoken word put together. When you read it, you find Jesus in every scripture, in every, come on, in every book of the Bible. So the word of God is living. Now, I want to produce my faith. I want to grow my faith. Faith that is stagnant will never grow. Your faith must always be moving. But the kind of faith that I want to talk to you about today is called the gift of faith. Then the gift of faith is supernatural. Now, faith is natural. It comes to you naturally, being born again. This kind of faith is supernatural. In actual fact, it's got nothing to do with you because it's not your faith. There's a scripture in the book of Mark where God says, the Lord spoke, Jesus said this. He says, have faith in God. But the right translation says, have God's faith. Have God's faith. Is it possible to have God's faith? Absolutely. Absolutely. Say absolutely. Now, I want you to understand this quickly. When you have the gift of faith in you, I was always thinking about this. Here's Elijah. Elijah never had the knowledge about the Holy Spirit being poured out upon him. All right? Or living on the inside of him. God used him, no doubt. The power of God was upon that man. I love Elijah. One of the Bible guys that I want to see in heaven. I say, you, 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 you're the man. You're the man. But I think about this, that when Elijah spoke this, he says, on my words, there will be no rain. Not once did he pray and ask God if that, if that will be the case. He said, no rain, no rain. He said, rain, rain. He called fire down from heaven. Fire came down from heaven. Now let me say this to you. That's the gift of faith. When you operate in the gift of faith, God will honor your word like it's his own. I wish that you grabbed that. So God honors your word like it is his own. It's an ability that God brings all over you in a situation that the natural man cannot comprehend. Cannot comprehend. Come on, somebody, when you have the gift of faith, God honors your word like it's his own word. This is why Elijah didn't have to go to God and say, Lord, if it be thy will, can you just stop the heaven? No, he spoke the word of God into existence. You see, this is what the church of Jesus Christ needs to do. We need to stir up the gift of God on the inside of us. 
God is not stirring up the gift in you. You need to stir it up in yourself. So the first faith cometh by hearing. The second faith that I'm talking about, the gift of faith, comes through the Holy Spirit. He's the one that gives you the gift of faith. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, if you think it's just for me, well, I'm taking your portion too. The gift of faith is for everybody that believes. Even especially in this hour that we are living in, we're going to need the gift of faith in full operation. Come on, when they tell you no more work, the gift of faith will kick in. Come on, and you will call the things that is not, though they are. Come on, that's what the gift of faith does. The gift of faith makes you sleep when every other, everybody else is worried. Come on, tossing and turning and don't know what to do. The gift of faith, come on, it kicks in. And God says, all shall be okay. That's what the gift of faith does. Come on, when they suppress a nation, come on, when they try to do all these things around the world, you're going to need the gift of faith to make you stand. Even if it means that they say there will be no food in this nation, the gift of faith will kick in in operation, and you will call the things that is not though they are, and God will provide for you in a supernatural way. Satan hates faith. The devil hates faith because he knows that faith is the only thing that pleases God. And God, my goodness gracious, God cannot go back on His Word. His Word is yes. Come on, shout His Word is amen. So God honors your Word like it's His own. And He miraculously brings to pass the very thing that you said. Miraculously. Come on, one more time. Miraculously brings it to pass. The gift of faith is not for us, but it's a sign the world it's a sign I said it's a sign unto the world I want to I want to come into a place in my life where I get to a situation instead of getting angry call the fire of God you didn't hear me I don't want to get angry I want to call the fire of God smite him Lord Jesus smite him come in this nation we need it they try to rob you. Instead of fighting, instead of slap on with the face. So I command you to be paralyzed from your neck down in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. That's what they did. Listen to me. I, I, think, I think about this often in scripture. Elijah's walking and the Bible says young people came and they mocked him. They mocked the man of God. Bald it, bald it. Don't mock a bald guy. He will call bears. And, <laughs> and he rebuked them. And bears came out of the woods and devoured them all. Killed them all. Killed them all. He did not retaliate. He didn't say, come, let me show you what this bald can do. He, no, no, no. He stood with the gift of faith. And bam, miraculously. Let me tell you something. Daniel had the gift of faith while the lions was roaring he was sleeping Jesus had that same thing he's in the middle of a storm what does he do he sleep everybody else ah! COVID not him not him now let me tell you what the gift of faith does Jesus knew his destiny is coming to earth, laying down his life on a cross. 
being raised from the dead on the third day. He's not going down in a boat. You didn't hear me. He's not going down in a boat. He knows his destiny. He's going to the cross. Come on. And they run around and say, Lord, don't you care that we're about to die? I think he wanted to tell them, this is not how it's going to end. I told you, I'm coming. I'm going to die on the cross. And on the third day, I'm going to rose in power. That's what the gift of faith does. You see what happens, people of God. When you operate in the gift of faith, you know exactly the plans that God has for you. If God sees plans to prosper you, to give you hope in the future, and He says, with long life will I satisfy you, then when the devil comes and knocks on your physical body at the age of 50 with faints, don't say, oh, I'm about to die. That's not what God said. The God that I serve said, with long life shall I satisfy you. Come on, with long life shall I satisfy you. Let the gift of faith kick in and say, devil, get behind me with a long life. Shout a long life. If you don't live in your faith, you will die in your fear. When the devil knocks on your door with fear, you better send your servant faith to that door and say, not today, devil. Not today, devil. What are we going to do in South Africa? I'm going to tell you what we're going to do in South Africa. We're going to prosper. He says, I have a hope for you. I have a future for you. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. Hallelujah. It's time that you sleep. When everybody else is worried, sleep. Go to bed. He says, I give my beloved sleep. Amen. Tell your neighbor, you need sleep. One more time. So the gift of faith goes far beyond your personal faith. Gift of faith goes far beyond your personal faith. I've seen that in operation in my life. I prayed for a woman who had no cornea. And I'll never forget this. I prayed, I prayed, and I prayed and I, until I felt my level of faith has been reached. And then as she was about to walk away, God rebuked me and said, you pray until that thing opens up. I called her back. I said, today's the day that your eye will see. But now my level of faith has been reached. Do you know what happens now? Now the gift of faith kicks in. To operate in the gift of faith, you will have to have your own personal faith at the level. Come on, are you listening to me? Because when the gift of faith takes over, it's not your faith. It's God's faith. Now suddenly, there's a supernatural knowing. It's a knowing in your knower. How many of you know it? <laughs> it's a knowing in your knower. And it gets nowhere and nowhere and nowhere. But... <coughs> But it works. You know that you know that you know that you know. I said, you know that you know that you know that you know. I want to give you a testimony quickly. We had a guy from Uppington. He called us, a businessman. Uh, he didn't tell me that he's a businessman, okay? He called and he said, he's uh, dying. He's got stage four cancer. Doctors can't do anything for him. He's busy dying and he just wants to live. Would I be able to pray for him during the week? Because from Uppington to here, he can only be here in the week. And I said, no problem, he can come. Second time he told us, he called us again. He told us who he was, a very prominent guy in Uppington. Um, he says, and I've got all the money in the world, but I'm dying. I, I can't do anything. I'm dying. I need, to, I need to be healed. He came down here, and we sat down, and this is what this guy said. He told me, he said, I've got all the money in the world. If you pray for me now, I'll give you the money. I said, sir, I don't want your money. Keep your money. I want to pray for you that God's power 
will move through that. I grabbed him by the hands. We were sitting in the restaurant. And I took his hands. I felt the power of God. This room, he started weeping. Power of God, just over, over him. Then we went to Uppington. He was in that meeting too. And uh, I prayed for him. And as I prayed for him, I started singing about Jesus. He just told us. He came back for scopes. They put cameras down him. There's not one trace of cancer. Nothing. Nothing. I said nothing. That's what God does. When you look at a person and you think there's no hope, the gift of faith kicks in and say, I'm the resurrection and I am the life. This is why it's a sign to this world. When doctor says, I can't help you no more, Dr. Jesus steps in, come on, and he heals every disease and he cures you. Come on, somebody. Have the faith of God. Come on, shout, have the faith of God. When Peter walked on the water, he walked with the gift of faith. But let me tell you how the gift of faith operates. So when Jesus says, come, the gift of faith operates through the word. Please understand, he said, come. When Jesus said, come, he meant when the storm is still, when the waves is this high, when the waves comes all over you, come on, when the, when the wind is tempest, come on. When boats are sinking, you walk. The word does not change. The situation around you can change. Come on. The scene can look different, but the word remains the same. So when Jesus said to Peter, come, he was happy. Come, yes, here we go. And it's new to him now. Okay, it's new to him. So maybe it's... But he was looking at Jesus. He heard the word come. But suddenly the wind was tempest. And the waves became bigger. And Peter forgot the word. And he looked to what he was seeing. The gift of faith, you can only operate when you look unto Jesus. You cannot look at the situation. Come on, you with the gift of faith, you have to dig deep. I said, you have to dig deep. When the wind is, the mord, when the wind is tempest, the word of God stays the same. When Jesus says, come, it doesn't matter what it looks like. Come. That's it. Ooh, I'm teaching you something. This is better than Kentucky. This is better than Karua. This course. Come. So he's walking. Now he's operating. But suddenly he lost the word. Because his reality that he saw was bigger than the word in him. The word must always be bigger than what you face. In other words, when I prayed for that woman that had no cornea, I prayed for her. And it popped open. She received a brand new corner. Doctors report that she's got a new corner. She can see. But what's the powerful thing about this is I had to deep dig above my feelings, deeper than my emotions, deeper than my intellect. Sometimes you just have to grab a hold of one word. I feel the fire of the Holy Ghost in this place. You need to grab hold of one word. Come. 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 Come on. Who's ready to walk on water? I said, who's ready to walk on water? Who's sick and tired of the boat? Who's sick and tired of the boat? And the devil tells you, when you get out of this boat, you're going to die. I'm telling you, you're not going to die. When you step out of that boat, you will experience the supernatural power of God. You will walk into uncharted territories. Yes, Holy Ghost. 
When Jesus said, come, no man before that walked on water. The devil says, you're dying. No, I'm not dying. I'm taking you territory. Peter, come. First guy after Jesus. First guy after Jesus in the New Testament that walked on water. Don't you just love that? Why don't you become the first guy in your family to be successful? To get off that boat. Come on, to get off that wheel. Come on, I'm speaking to somebody. It operates the gift of faith in your life fully. Hallelujah. Shout yes. So Romans chapter 12, let's get it on the board. Romans chapter 12 verse 6. If we have it, and then I'm going to read Romans 12 verse 3. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them if prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. Okay, now I want to pause there quickly and I want to teach on this. So what Paul spoke about, the gifts of God can only operate with faith. Every single gift needs to be operated by faith. Let me explain something to you. If I'm standing in front of Tinas, I don't know him, and God tells me this, tell Tinas that he's going through a bad time, but it's going to get better. I tell him that, that's easy. The Lord says, tell Miguel that his surname is Poppenfus. Okay? And then two weeks, two days ago, he had a bad day. The wife beat him up. I'm just speculating by the looks. Speculating. And then underneath his big toe, he's got a wart, needs to be removed. Now that's more difficult to say. Because with Tinas, it's easy just to say, well, if you look bad, so it's going to get better. Your surname's Poppenfuss, and the cat bit the dog, your wife beat you up, and you have a wart underneath your big toe. You have to know that's God. In other words, now you need more faith. So in other words, let me explain this to you, that you understand without any drama. Prophecy, can, you cannot prophesy without faith. I can tell Justin, the Lord heals you and walk away. Or I can lay my hands on him and command the healing power of God to flow through him. It needs faith. So every single gift needs to be operated through faith. Do you understand that? This is why a lot of people, they have a measure of prophecy. Because they only have a measure of faith attached to that prophecy. I'm going to explain something else to you that might shock you. This is why I believe, and I believe that God gives people, individuals, obviously different dominant gifts that will dominate more. But the reason most of it dominates more is because of the level of faith attached to that gift. Paul says, desire the greatest gift. What is the greatest gift? Now people shout, prophecy. No, it's not prophecy. Healing. No, it's not healing. It's the one that's needed for the hour. In other words, if Justin is not sick, he needs a prophetic word. doesn't help me. I lay hands on him and command the sickness to go. He's not sick. He needs a prophetic word. But what do most do? Let me call a friend. He goes, that's not my job. I can't prophesy. Wrong. Paul says, all can prophesy. All shouldn't prophesy, but all can prophesy. Big difference. Are you listening to me? That's what Paul says. All can prophesy. All shouldn't prophesy, but all can prophesy. So the greatest gift is the gift that is needed. But why we suppress it is because the lack of faith. I hope that you get this. I hope that you catch this. 
The way that God uses me in miracles is the same way that God can use me in prophecy. Stir up the gift, operate it through faith, and it must happen. Come on. That's as easy as that. Open up. Again, Romans chapter 12, 3. Now this is where I wanted to show you. For I say through the grace given to me to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. So that's that verse of the measure of faith. God has dealt to each one a measure, say a measure of faith. So I want you to understand this. Please understand this. The gift of faith is needed today. Exactly like the gift of prophecy is needed and the gift of healings and miracles, discerning of spirits. Who understands what I'm saying? So the gift of faith is a supernatural endowment from God. The, the, your natural faith, you can grow it. The gift of faith cannot grow. It's God's ability. It's God's faith. Who understands that? Amen. So when, when the Bible says all can pray for the sick. Come on. The Bible says the prayer of faith shall heal the sick. But that doesn't mean you have the gift of healing. The gift of healing, the gift of miracles. Who understands that? You see, the gift of healing is supernatural. So it's God's empowerment, endowment. Poof, he heals you. Amen. Amen. Are you understanding this? So why do I need the gift of faith? Because the world is pressing us in such a place where you will feel like the disciples that says, Lord, teach us faith. Help, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. How many times have you felt that way? I believe with everything, but it seems like this mountain is so big, I can't get it moved. This is where you tap into His faith. This is where you tap into His ability. Every time you can study the Word of God, you will see where the people operate with the gift of faith. It's even where their lives were in danger. Peter, tomorrow morning you're dead. No, I'm not dead. I'm sleeping. The gift of faith. Amen? Elijah, Elisha. I love what happened with this. Now, Paul says the following. He says, I wish I can come to you so that I can impart some gifts. Who remembered what Elijah and Elisha, the conversation, the last conversation that Elisha had? He says, give me double what you have. All right? The reason why he could say that, because he was spending years with Elijah. He was serving. He was observing. Hello? When Elijah went up into the whirlwind, the Bible says, a mantle fell. Elisha picked it up. This is what he'd done. Walked towards the Jordan. Gift of faith. Not Lord, if it be thy will. He said, where is the God of Elijah? The gift of faith. Now, how did that gift of faith be in operation? Now, people say, well, it can't be the gift of faith because it's Old Testament. The gifts operated in the Old Testament. There's only two that did not. Tongues and interpretation of tongues. But the gifts, if you study them, great men of God, they operated in the gifts. Amen? God's endowment, God's empowerment. So now, he operated with the faith that Elijah operated in. I had a guy now in of our services. I prayed for the sick. He comes out, he says, pray for me. I said, what do you want? He says, everything you've got. I'm here for it, baby. I'm taking it. I said, no problem. I laid hands on him. I said, Lord, I pray. Let him go through every suffering, every pain, Lord, every loneliness, every Lord, every form of rejection, this guy's like, stop praying. No, you want to take it. I said, it does not come this way. 
You don't come to a service and then you have a double dose of my anointing. doesn't work that way. You'll have to go through hell. You want a supernatural ministry? Who wants a supernatural life, supernatural ministry? You will go through supernatural persecution, supernatural hate. But you can have it. But if you can't even go to church on a Sunday, God's not giving it to you. God's not giving the gifts to the lazy. He's giving it to those who wants to move in the kingdom of God. Come on, and take uncharted territory. Shout glory. So when the gift of faith comes, I want to show you something about the gift of faith. A supernatural peace comes with it. Amen. I just want to check that's the right time. No, I thought 11 o'clock. It stays 11 o'clock. This is supernatural. <laughs> Speaking about the supernatural, and the clock just stands still. 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock. The Bible says a thousand years is like a day, and a day like a thousand years. So It's 4 o'clock already. I thought it's 11. Check everybody. What? <laughs> I'm almost there. Do you enjoy this? So the gift of faith brings a supernatural peace. A supernatural peace. And I know that I found that peace. I found that peace. And you know when I, when I know that the gift of faith is in operation is when that person of peace. Because Jesus is called the Prince of Peace. When He's with you, you will have a peace that surpasses all understanding. Listen to me, if I stand in a group and I listen to people speak, I realize they have a lack of peace. The lack of the presence of the Lord. The more you have Him, the more there's a peace in you. The world falls apart, but you're just falling in place. Amen? Come on, you were supposed to be dead and done and over, but God says, no ways. I've been with you, I've kept you, fraud this all. Amen? The gift of faith is needed. God's faith. God's ability to believe. God's faith to call the things that is not though they are. Come on. God's faith to see into the future. God's faith. God's ability to know that all is well. Whatever I ask Him. What, oh, come on. I'm speaking to somebody. Whatever I ask Him by faith, I shall have it if I believe it. It's mine. The gift of faith. I want to stir people up in this place. The Bible says, as it is in heaven, so it shall be on the earth. There's no sickness in heaven. There should be no sickness among you. Come on, there's no lack in heaven. There should be no lack among you. Come on, I declare in the name of Jesus a season of supernatural faith upon your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No more fear, no more doubt, but the faith of God in my life. You see, if you did not have a church, you would have been with DJ Pillow right now. An elder blanket. Feeling sorry for yourself. Come on, it's so cold. And the nation is falling apart. But thank God that you have a church. Come on, where you can hear the say of the Spirit of the Lord. Let me be bold. I want to say this bold and italic. You will become what you sit under. You will become the faith that's in this place. Come on, you will walk in that favor. You will walk in that power. Come on, shout hallelujah if you believe that. You become what you sit under. You watch Seven Delon too long. You become Seven Delon. Why aren't you so romantic? Maybe it's because you have to write your own love story. 
God is calling a people of faith. It's only faith that pleases God. I'm here telling you right now, there's things that you've been praying about. Your faith will see you through. When the gift of faith kicks in, no devil in hell can stop you. I said, no, a devil in hell can stop you. It's time that the church of God dream again and walk in our vision what God has given us. And it's going to happen if the faith. Come on, shout, all things are possible. I said, all things are possible. I said, all things are possible. You see, when you open your mouth, you must speak what God will speak. Speak life. Declare the word of God. Tell your situation how big God is. The only thing Saul spoke about is how dangerous Goliath is. How big this man is. David never inquired how big he is. Because David knew how big his God is. That's the gift of faith. Listen to me. Listen, listen. David didn't say, tell me how big that man is. He said, tell me what the man gets. That's faith. That's just like, how big is the storm? No, no, just tell me. If I do this, what's in it for me? That's life. How many cooks sisters get like that? The whole night, oh, if there was just somebody, just somebody that can kill this man. But David knew my faith in God is secure. Every time those men spoke, even Shadrach, Meshach, and Abigail, our God is able, and if he does not, we will still not bow. That's faith. Faith is being unmovable, unchangeable. Shout glory if you believe that. You see, sometimes, I've seen it in my own life, when you pray for somebody that you love and they still die, but you still believe that he's a good God, that he's a healer. Come on, that's faith. Come when you pray about something and your answer is not yes immediately, but you still hold fast to the promises of God, that's faith. Come on, when people around you mock you and say, where's your God right now? But you hold on because you know that you know that you know His word cannot fail. He said, come. I said, He said, come. I don't care how big the waves get. I don't care how big the storm gets. If He says, come, I obey the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing. Hearing by the word of God. Sometimes you just need to hear hear it again I love it when people tell me I'm in the hospital I'm laying in bed here but I'm listening to you I love that because that's how faith comes I said that's how faith comes I'm almost there listen to this last one now let me ask you that again are you ready to walk on water? Uh, 20 are you ready to walk on water gift the Holy Spirit speaks to me today as I think about this when the storm hit the storm hit it's purposefully that storm was not sent from the devil that storm God allowed that storm Jesus already knew what he was going to do when he was walking he was just looking for an opportunity to show a, a man that there's more to life than what you think Get out of the comfort zone. The comfort zone will kill you. Lord, if it's you, permit us to walk. He said, come. He didn't say, Peter, come. He made an open invitation to anybody who wants to experience the supernatural power of God. Just one man responded to the word. Just one responded to the word. Simon, we respond to the word of God. Start to walk. Are you ready to walk? I said, are you ready to walk? 
Last one I want to show you, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. I love this scripture. And since we have the same spirit of faith, now I love that, the spirit of faith. The spirit of faith. Say with me, the spirit of faith. The spirit of faith is operated to keep the faith. Amen? And, and, and since we have the same spirit of faith, to, according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. So what did I, the Bible say? We believed first, then we spoke. So whenever you speak is what you believe. Whether you speak about fear, it's also faith. It's faith in the wrong thing. You speak doubt, it's what you believe. You believe in your doubt. Your doubt is bigger than the word of God in your life. Come on, I'm speaking to somebody. This is why Paul says, we believed and therefore we spoke. When you have a firm foundation, you have the word of God, you speak the word of God. And whatever you speak, whatever you desire in your heart shall happen. Who believe that? I want to finish up with this one. Let your life reflect the faith that you have in God. When people look at you, they must see the faith that you have in God. Amen? I'm not speaking to your neighbor. I'm speaking to you right now. There's more that God has for you right now than you've ever seen before. But the things that God is going to do, He's going to give us access to His faith. I believe in this final hour of the earth. We're going to have access to His faith and see a tremendous move of the Spirit of God shaking the world. And if you're a born-again child of God, who's born again? Lift your hand. Now then you better listen to this preacher. You don't have to worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about your job. What they try to do at your job. How they try to push you out at your job. Don't worry about tomorrow. Your job is to hold fast to the Word. Get yourself in the Word. Get the Word of God in your man. Amen? Are you listening to me? Don't worry about what's happening in your marriage, in your family. Get the Word of God. If you have the Word of God, if you lack the Word of God in your life, this is why people are an open target for the enemy to attack. If Satan attacks you with anything, you'll have to have the Word of God like that. In other words, the devil says, not this month, you can't afford it. What do you do? You take it. I can't afford it. And you tell your husband, I can't afford it. Tell your children, we can't afford it. Tell everybody, we, we can't afford it. Amen? I believe, therefore I spoke. You believe, you can't afford it. Come on, that's just one instance. Oh, I feel bad, I don't feel myself today. You believed, and therefore you spoke. And whatever you speak, you will have. But now you change your story. The, the bank balance says you can't afford it. And I'm a sower. You shall find something in the word of God. So Lord, according to your word, I'll never have lack. You see, I believed. Therefore, I spoke. That's how you operate faith. Amen? That's how you operate faith. When people around you are negative, quiet them down. And say, I don't want to hear your negativity. Let me tell you what I believe. I believe that all things are possible for the one who believes. Come on. Come on, let me tell you. I don't want to hear your negativity. All things are possible. When the doctors tell you that you have the same issue as your mommy. Your mama had the sickness, you'll have the sickness. You tell that doctor, doctor, look at me. I'm adopted. I don't even belong to that family. 
What do you mean? I'm adopted in the family of God. And my heavenly father does not have cancer. And he does not have to with diabetes. Come on, he doesn't have COVID. He's the healer of all healers. I am what his word says I am. I'm the temple of the Holy Ghost. Come on, I'm an incubator of the presence and the power of God Almighty. Shout hallelujah. Who needs that faith today? I said, who needs that faith today just to hit you on your head and say that there's more in life? You can trust God. I said, you can trust God. Who believes that you can trust God with all of your heart? I'm going to pray for people today and trust God. That gift shall start to operate fully in your life. Now remember this. Your measure of faith, your walk of faith, and the gift of faith separate measure of faith so that I believe that he's the son of the living God my walk of faith is that which comes after I give my life to Jesus Christ that one I can develop myself it develops when I go through bad seasons hard times the more I hear the word of God come on because faith comes by hearing hearing by the word of God it produces it's like a mustard seed it grows and it grows and it grows and it grows but then when it comes to a place where I've reached my ceiling the gift of faith starts to operate. Bang. And you will always see this. The gift of faith operates with a lot of other gifts in the Bible. Especially with the gift of miracles and healings. Sometimes even with, with the casting out of demons. Because that needs a miracle. It's a miracle when you cast out a demon. But it also requires faith. Are you listening to me? That gift I cannot develop. That's God's power. That's God's faith. It's God's ability upon my life. And as He was, so we are in this world amen when your life is in danger and the only way to cross is water you'll walk on that water when they try to kill you you'll drink anything deadly it will not kill you it will not take you out the gift of faith will sustain you are you listening to me when you are in a and i, I want to say this to you, you're going to see that this this week this week you'll sit in a boardroom and not know how to do it not have the faith enough to do it and then the gift of faith will come all over you and before you can say no, yes came out of your mouth and God's going to do it for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you're not going to think about it. The gift of faith, you don't think about it. It just happens. It just, it's all over you. You feel it. Let me tell you, when the gift of faith comes, you feel it. The atmosphere shakes and shifts. Everything is different. Do you understand what I told you this morning? Paul says we have to pursue it. Professor, how do I get that gift? That gift comes from the Holy Spirit. And so Paul says we have to desire it. Desire spiritual gifts. It must be a desire in your heart to have that gift. Every gift that I receive, I receive by faith. I, amen? I receive it by faith. And then so you can't say that you have the gift of faith, but you never operate it. You have to operate it. Amen. So I want you to do me a favor, would you? I want you to lift your hands to heaven. Lord, I just want to thank you today for your word never comes back void I feel a marvelous anointing here I want you to forget your husband your wife next to you forget everybody around you just you and Jesus right now now Lord I thank you their faith shall not fail I pray in the name of Jesus what a glorious presence I want to ask every eye close every hand lifted to heaven Spirit of God, 
come and move all over them. I give you praise for this prison. And as I walked through the door, I felt this presence. And I knew this was the place where love abounds. For this is the temple. Jehovah God abides here. We are standing in His presence on holy ground. We are standing on holy ground. And I know that there are angels all around. Let us praise Jesus now. We are standing in His presence on holy ground. Lord, we believe we are standing on holy ground. Right now, there's angels all around. They usher in your presence. I thank you, Lord, for your glory here. Come on, do me a favor. I want you to start to pray in the spirit. Just for a minute long. Come on, everything you've got. Access your heavenly language right now. Come on, lift those voices to heaven right now. Come on. If you can't pray in tongues, pray in your own language. Robo Sandach Nepremende. We glorify your name, Lord. Thank you for your presence. Come on, as you lift your hands to heaven, Lord, I release the anointing of God upon them. Lord, touch them now. Destroy every shackle from the heads to the soles of their feet. In the name of Jesus. Lord, right to the back, I ask you. Let your power move across this place. In the name of Jesus. Come on, right now is where you need to be hungry for God. Right now you have to lay aside yourself and what you feel. And be hungry for Him. Be hungry. I desire your gifts, Lord. We desire your gifts, Lord. Let the spirit of faith fill this room. In the name of Jesus. Come on, everybody in the front. Would you lift your hands to heaven? I feel the glory of the Lord here. Lord, fill this whole line. Fill this whole line, Lord. Let faith come upon them. In the name of Jesus, I break every limitation in Jesus' name. Every limitation.
Come on, ask him. Let that gift of faith come upon me. Come on, you ask the Holy Spirit right now. Now I understand that gift, Lord, I ask you. That it will operate through my life. I'm born again, Lord. I have the right to your gift. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, I receive it now by faith. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, it shall become a light to people. A sign to the world. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We honor you. Hallelujah. There it is, people of God. Glory. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you for your presence here. We receive your gift. We receive your gift. Manto ki premando se preme. Ziprovondo shaka moski pechni pritante se premo. Lo provondo shaku rama ki telemende chni pribesende. Zuprondo skortondo sakala maki ende. Hunger for your presence. Thank you, Jesus. Are you ready to go into the next dimension? You ready to walk on water? Speak your word today, Lord. In Jesus' name. Speak your word. Speak your word. Speak your word, Lord. Just speak your word. Come on, I want to do something. I don't want you to tell him about your problems. I want you to tell him about his promise. Come on, change the way you pray. It is written, Lord. It is written, Lord. You promise us that joy will come in the morning. Therefore, I receive my joy. You say that you are the Prince of Peace. Therefore, I receive my peace. It's written in a word that you are the Lord that provides for us. Therefore, I receive my provision, Lord. And we deem lack illegal in Jesus' name. It's written in a word that you are the Lord, our healer. Therefore, no sickness and disease shall come near our bodies in Jesus' name. Your word says perfect love, cast out fear. Therefore, no fear will come near me. Lord, I ask you in this atmosphere that you'll give people ideas, business ideas, visions, Lord. They will work for themselves. In the name of Jesus, they will become property owners in Jesus' name. They will receive an abundance, Lord. Come on, I want to declare this. You better receive this by faith. I speak to every single one that stands before a door that is closed. I say, door open up 
to your own accord in the name of Jesus right now. Every hardship, I break that authority in Jesus' name. Come on, break through. Break through. Break through. Break through. Come on, you better shout breakthrough. Grab a hold of breakthrough in this place. Atmosphere, open up in Jesus' name. Shift right now. Come on, break that, break that barrier now. Every lack, we cancel it. Every hardship, we break it in Jesus' name. Breakthrough, Lord. Breakthrough in the house of God. Breakthrough in families, Lord. Breakthrough in jobs. Breakthrough in businesses. Come on, receive it now by faith in Jesus' name. Breakthrough in finances. Breakthrough. Breakthrough, Lord. Come on, you better grab your breakthrough. Breakthrough in marriages. Breakthrough in families. Breakthrough in our prayer lives. In the name of Jesus. Come on, you better believe this and He hears you when you pray. Breakthrough today, Lord. Let our faith see how through. Jesus, we glorify you. Breakthrough. Come on, somebody's receiving it now. You'll have a testimony before your day is over. God is doing it for you right now. I said God is doing it for you right now. Come on, lift your expectation. Lift your expectation. Something good is about to happen for me and my family. Breakthrough. Come on, you better shout breakthrough. Oh, the fire of God is here. Let your fire fall on your people, Lord. Let your fire fall. Woo, breakthrough. Lord, here it is. Receive. 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 a breakthrough of your name on it. Come on, the Holy Spirit is here, people. Just submit, just surrender. Forget about everything. Surrender to Him. Let your fire fall on your people, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Come on, His glory is filling this whole place. Today is my day for a miracle.
want you just to stand and in, 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 uh, not expect anything. Participate. Receive from the Lord. It's not falling on your head. You're not hungry for it. You're not receiving it. Forget the way that he normally used to do it. And just receive it. There's people crying, shouting. That's breakthrough. That's breakthrough. That's breakthrough. Lose yourself. Let it fill this whole place today. Let it fill the whole place today. Lord, I ask you to my left, let joy come forth in this place. Right now, in the name of Jesus, let the scales fall from their eyes. Let them see victory, Lord. Let them see breakthrough. Set them on fire, Lord. Breakthrough. We have the same spirit of faith. <laughs> therefore, we, be we believe and therefore we speak. Lord, this whole middle block, fill them all with the joy of the Holy Ghost. Everybody to the right, Lord, fill them up. Come on, two more minutes. Just love Him. Wayne, today every barrier is being broken off your life. Every limitation is falling off from you. Every limitation. Today the Lord is calling you and say, come. Take the word of the Lord. Put it into action. And he will never leave you and never. Listen, you have become to, you come to a place of despondency. But every form of despondency, the Lord is removing from your shoulders today. Lord, I'm asking you for new joy in him. New power, new strength, new zeal in the name of Jesus. Let him run and not be weary, Lord, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name, let the spirit of faith come all over him right now. From his head to the soles of his feet. Give him a new mantle, Lord. A new mantle right now in the name of Jesus. New territory for your people, Lord. Come on, where's the people of faith? says give me my mountain I don't care about the giants in the land my faith will see me through I'm here Lord for my inheritance just give me my mountain oh the Lord is touching you he's touching you receive it sir receive it ma'am receive it thank you for your presence here Lord we give you praise Roberta, I want to say what I see. The Lord shows me a new season is about to open up in your lives. This will be a season of the supernatural. I want to say this as I see it. Because of your faith, you believed and therefore you spoke. And every time that you spoke the word of God, there was an effect, and that effect affected your future. 
And because of your words, I'm telling you today that God is about to open up a new door. Don't fear about the new door. For in that hour, in that season, a peace that surpasses all understanding shall come all over you. And you will know that the Lord your God, He is God. And He has ordained that door for you to be opened. I thank you, Lord, that every time the enemy tries to fight it, that you will give your angels charge to stop the enemy in his tracks. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Father, I pray over Ivan right now, and as your servant, I declare an easy season. I declare, Father, right now that you will give him favor. And I want to say this, and you, if I say this, you better get ready. He will become so busy. I see a boat being filled with fish. But the fish is so much that the boat is busy sinking. And that you, because of you, you'll be able to call to the crowd and say, come help. The blessings is too big. Now you better get ready. In actual fact, I'm telling you, your boat is too small. God says, get a bigger boat. Because what he's about to do for you is something that your eyes have never seen before. You're going to find favor. In high places. And Lord, I declare it as I see it right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Jobs that will come in, it will keep you so busy. It will not just be a small thing here, a small thing there. But it will be a constant breakthrough. A perpetual breakthrough is coming. And Lord, I declare it right now in the name of Jesus. And I speak it forth, Lord, that it shall not happen months from today. But I declare it will happen suddenly in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, lift your hands to heaven right now. Faith is in this place. Uncle Denzel, I'm saying it as I see it. There's a project coming in. And it will be bigger than you've seen before. God's going to give you wisdom, grace and understanding how to do it. But I believe that you are experiencing a point in your life. What happens from this moment onwards, it will be because He will get the glory. God is basically forcing you to see that He gets the glory. Now, Lord, I thank you that it's going to happen for them. Yes, Lord. And I also want to say this to you. Don't worry about your old age. The day of retirement, don't worry. For I see the hand of God moving upon your lives like never before. And He will take care of you even in your old days. When your head is gray, He will still take care of you. Now, Lord, I thank you that project comes in now in the name of Jesus. Supernatural favor in Jesus' mighty name. Come and lift those hands to heaven. Now, Lord, I release this to every single one in this place. Let the gift of faith, the spirit of faith come. Touch them all in the name of Jesus. Listen to me. If you're a business person in this building, born again, get ready for what God is going to do with your business in the end times. If you don't work for yourself, get ready for God is about to birth ideas to you. Very soon you will work for yourself. Come on, I believe with all of my heart. It's coming. There's a change coming to the body of Christ. It's our season of celebration. Do you believe that? Now, if you believe that, just thank Him for it. In Jesus' name.
Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. You may take your seat just for a second or two. Today is a very specific day for us as Christians. Today is, we call this day Palm Sunday. What they've done on Palm Sunday was, Palm Sunday they would select a lamb that they will take to their homes and they would prepare it for the next week, which is called Passover. In this day, Jesus was on the back of a donkey and people were breaking down branches from the trees, laying it on the floor, taking the clothing and opening it up and they would start to sing Hosanna in the highest. They were ready to crown him as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And right there on that donkey, he heard the cries of the crowd, but he also felt the pulling to the cross. If Jesus had to stop and listen to the crowd, we would not have the freedom that we have today. But because the pull to the cross was stronger than the pull towards the people, we can thank God, come on, for a King of kings and the Lord of lords. And, and let me tell you this, they wanted to crown him king, their king at that moment. But he, refer, he rather preferred to die for our sins and on the third day rose from the dead. But let me tell you this right now. That hour, that moment where they wanted to crown him as King of Kings and Lord of Lords is just postponed to a different venue and a different location. For the time is coming that every single body that was, that is and is to come will have to crown him as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Come on. And we will sing Hosanna in the highest forevermore. Come on, crown him with many crowns as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So I want you to understand today significant in our day and age. He prepared himself as the lamb. The Bible says as a lamb, as a lamb that went to the slaughter, he did not open up his mouth. He paid the price for us. Next week we celebrate Easter weekend. And I don't want to, I don't even like to call it Easter because it's actually Passover. That's the biblical word for it, Passover. Now, if you understand Passover right from Exodus to where we today, in Passover they applied the blood on the doorpost. So the Lord says that when the angel of death comes, he will pass over. So we are entering in a time where it will pass over. No, you didn't hear me. It will pass over. And today we declare COVID will pass over. So we declare sickness and disease will pass over. Your off season will pass over. Do you believe that? So you don't want to miss next week. I want you to bring everybody. It's very important for us as Christians to celebrate this day. So, uh, Friday morning, 9 a.m., we have our, our service here at, because it's obviously a public holiday. And then you have your whole day ahead. So 9 a.m. And why, why is it so early? We don't care what the time is. We come to give Him praise. We were supposed to die for him, not the other way around. He died for us. Listen to me. Do you know what moves my heart is when I know that my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Yesterday, I had, a, I had a bad day yesterday. I was walking to the hotel where I slept, and I gave him my key. And as I gave him my key, there was a song that played over the radio. That song was a special song between me and my father-in-law. It was a song that when we traveled, he played that song. And when I heard that song, I wept inside this building. So I had to run out because people knew me there. I didn't want 
wanted him to see me cry. And I got out and I, and, I, and I started weeping. And I thought to myself, why did he have to die so young? And it, it, I had a fight in me, in my, in my spirit. And in the plane, I was going through some of his pictures and some of the stuff that we did together. And there it goes again. It, I just cried. And I, I put off my phone and I tried to, you know, nobody see me cry, fight it back. And when I said, Lord, why did it happen? I heard it as clear as day, rejoice. The next time you see him, it will be on the streets of gold. So, thank Jesus that he came. So that we can be where he is forevermore. Amen. This world is not our home. It's just the passing through. But saying this, I feel the presence of the Lord. How many of you is happy that your name has been written in the Lamb's book of life? That if you die today, that you will be with him forevermore. Come on, how many of you are just so thankful that Christ has died for you? Come on. And this is what we want to do. We want to celebrate Jesus coming Friday, 9 a.m. Saturday, no service. Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Sunday morning is Resurrection Sunday. We're going to have the times of our lives this weekend. I said we're going to have the times of our lives this weekend. Get people saved and and I want to do this next week. We want to baptize people. If you want to get baptized.